Welcome to another edition of the Lympha Press Leadership Series, where we interview people making a difference in the fields of lymphedema, lipedema, chronic venous insufficiency, and wounds, whether they are leading organizations or leading the way in taking care of people. We wanted to shine a light on them. And one of our favorite people to collaborate with is Karen Ashworth, who is a renowned certified lymphedema therapist. She is an expert in fibrosis. She brings so much to the table. And we're glad to have you as our guest today, Karen. Thank you so much, Brenda. I'm so happy to be here. So you have quite a storied career. And when I talk about how many years you've been doing this, everyone is shocked because you have such vigor and energy. And it can't be that it's been how many years? Well, I have been an occupational therapist for over 40 years. Okay. So that's amazing. What is your background? What led you to connect the dots to who you are today and how you serve the patient population? Well, when I initially started practicing as an occupational therapist, I started in neurological rehabilitation and home health. And that led to specializing as a board-certified hand therapist for 25 years. And during that time, I was asked to study lymphedema because I already had a background in treating swelling and scar tissue. And that was 20 years ago. And I have to tell you, Brenda, that this lymphedema practice has been the best part of my career. It has been amazing. And I... I so love it. It it's it's really it feels like everything is built up to being here, um, treating patients with lymphedema and lipedema and chronic venous insufficiency. So, um, you know, yeah, here I am. Over the course of forty years, and I've been hearing this a lot from the leaders I've interviewed. There's been such a progression and so many strides made in our understanding of lymphedema, but also the medical community's understanding of lymphedema. And to be a part of that, a part of raising awareness, a part of putting the latest information out there, it's never dull, is it? There's always something new to learn. Always, always. And I love learning. So this has been, again, another reason why this has been a favorite part of my career is that uh, in occupational therapy, you can change jobs every year and never do the same thing twice. And I feel that in, in the field of lymphedema, there are so many different facets and so many different specialty areas. I mean, there's pediatrics, um, you know, there's lipedema, there's chronic venous insufficiency, there's, um, you know, cancer-related lymphedema, there's primary lymphedema, um, there's the whole issue of fibrosis. I mean, it goes on and on. And it's, it's, it's wonderful to be able to just really delve into these little areas and and um, and run with it. So what led you to your current role, Karen? I have always loved problem solving and taking on challenging cases my entire career. And I've also been a teacher in various capacities, even before I went to college. So it seemed inevitable that I would combine all of these skills together in teaching at lymphedema conferences and also teaching at the doctoral program at the University of the Pacific, and that I could use my troubleshooting skills and experience as my current role as a consultant and mentor. So I mentioned fibrosis at the start because you are known 
for being one of the leading voices when it comes to understanding fibrosis and the management of it. And what made you, was this a puzzle you just wanted to solve? Or I know you've even come up with some innovative treatments for helping patients who have fibrosis. Well, I think it was my background in hand therapy because it was so focused on treating scar tissue because it was a big barrier to function. And I think that I carried that over with me into the field of lymphedema. And it made me really think about how fibrosis is such an integral part of lymphedema treatment. And at the time that I studied it, it was recognized, but it wasn't emphasized. And I feel that it needs to really be a very integral part of lymphedema treatment because fibrosis is how lymphedema is staged and fibrosis is what causes lymphedema to progress. And my feeling about the different types of fibrosis, because there are many different types, is that many of them are so treatable and that I can say with a lot of confidence to many of my patients, we want to put your lymphedema in remission by treating your fibrosis, because if we can help to restore your lymphatic circulation by treating some of the blockages mechanically, then you will have better spontaneous circulation and that is going to greatly impact swelling. Now, I don't feel like I can say this honestly to everyone, but I feel that even long-standing fibrosis is treatable and that there is room for improvement everywhere. So I think that treating lymphedema through the lens of understanding fibrosis gives patients a lot of hope and a lot of tools because it's not just a chronic swelling that they have to live with for the rest of their life. They're, they're, it's possible to manage and control the fibrosis and the swelling. And that is a very hope-filled message for so many. And I know that you actually train many others who are taking care of patients and it's helping so many people. One of the purposes of this series is to find out a little bit about the person's core values and how does that guide your practice? What are your core values, Karen? Well, I would have to say that love is the greatest ingredient in healing. And I fall in love with every patient and I want to encourage and inspire every patient to love themselves and to put in whatever work they need to do to help their bodies heal. I don't consider myself to be a healer per se, but I want to hold the space and offer the resources for healing. And my feeling is, is that without love, it's hard to heal. Love never fails, does it? I have had personal encounters with your ability to love. It shines through, Karen. You have been um, not just an amazing clinician and leader, 
but a friend to so many because of that loving presence that you bring. So we have two audiences for this interview, patients and clinicians. What should patients know? I'm very passionate about education and sharing information to help others. But I also respect the concept of timing. I plant a lot of seeds with my patients and recognize that everyone's at different stages of readiness for change. And I partner with my, my patients and tailor their programs to where they are and what they're able to do and where they want to go. And for clinicians? I'm pretty out of the box as a clinician. I love learning and I love sharing new skills as well as innovating. So when you attend one of my classes, you can expect both evidence and cutting edge information, but I may put things together. I, you know, the ingredients of lymphedema treatment, I like to say that it's, it's like Mexican food. It's the same five ingredients put together in different ways. And I like coming up with whole new recipes that no one has ever thought of. So that's, that's what you can expect to learn from me. That's so well put. I love it. Now I'm kind of craving Mexican food just a little <laughs> bit, I have to tell you. So one of the questions I always ask, and you know, it's just so gratifying to talk to people who have invested their hearts and souls into making life better for the patients that we treat. Tell me a success story, one that lights your heart up and it just makes you say, wow, I'm in the right business. I'm glad I'm giving my life to this. Success story, please. One that comes to mind right away is a gentleman that I saw through my private telehealth practice, which I adore. I love being able to help people from all over the country and even all over the world to be able to connect them to resources. And this particular gentleman was on a waiting list at a lymphedema clinic, and it was going to take him another month to be able to get access to treatment. And meanwhile, he had developed scrotal edema to the point where it was very painful and he was really scared. He went online and looked for resources for manual lymphatic drainage. And he was following some of these online resources, but it really wasn't helping him. And I can remember distinctly the first time that we worked together. He sought me out because he was willing to see someone privately while he was waiting so that he could hopefully get some relief. And he said, after I instructed him in some very specific techniques to his situation, he said, how long do you think I'll have to do this before I can get some relief? And I said, mm, maybe about an hour. And he, his face just lit up. And the next time that I spoke with him, he said, you were right. I got relief right away. And I cannot believe that it was this simple. I just needed to know what to do. So 
for me, that was an incredible success that I was able to help him turn around his symptoms very quickly and help him in that time that he was waiting for the insurance approved resources. That fills my heart to hear that. And I know it did the same for you. How awesome is that? Thank you know, we were talking a little bit about silver linings of COVID, which, you know, has been challenging for everyone, but the emergence of telehealth and the ability to help people remotely, the ability to do these kinds of interviews remotely and to put out content that uplifts people. It's really wonderful. So I know you, you are always learning. You're always growing. You've always got something that you're excited about. What's on your wish list for the future? Well, I am about to embark on a lifestyle of travel. And I am preparing to leave my current home base and with my partner search for a new home base. But in the meantime, I've arranged my work so that I can do it literally anywhere in the world. And I'm very excited about being able to travel more to teach and to be able to attend more conferences and to be able to travel for play. So that's, that's what's ahead. I'm in the process of packing up everything. It's either gonna go in storage or in my car and I will be off and running in a couple of months. And what I love about wherever you go and whatever you learn, you will share it. And we are so honored that you are one of the anchors of our monthly research roundtable for clinicians. The first Monday of every month at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you always bring new information and have such great conversations I call you and Dr. Karen Herbst, the amazing, incredible Karens. And so thank you for bringing your expertise every month to that, as well as on our lymphedema patient roundtable. And everywhere I go, I was at a lymphedema seminars event over the weekend via Zoom, and there you were teaching again. So thank you for all that you're doing to contribute and raise awareness and bring forward good information and just help people. So how can people find you, Karen Ashforth? I know after hearing this interview, many people will want to connect with you. Well, I have a website, which is basically my name. It's um, karenashforth.com. And that's the very best way to uh, find me. And uh, yeah. Okay, well, we will send people to karenashforth.com. In closing, any final words for our audience? I encourage everyone to open up to the possibility that there are many different ways to get where you need to go. And for clinicians, I want to challenge you to consider tailoring your treatment to the specific patient need. And for patients, I want to just encourage you that if you haven't found what you need, keep looking because there are so many places to go and so many people that can help you get there. Fantastic. And we are glad that you are one of them. 
Thank you so much, Karen, for being here today. And thank you for tuning in to this edition of Lympha Press's Leadership Series. If you know someone that we should shine the spotlight on, please reach out to me. I'd love to interview them too. Until then, have a great day, everyone.